Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about No Fun, Jen Kirkman Podcast, episode 368, coming at you on Wednesday, December 30th. Oh my God, one day left of 2020. (sighs) Aren't you tired of people who are like, oh my God, I just need this year to be over. Okay, but January 1st, 2021, we're still in a global pandemic, so I don't really know what you think is going to happen. As George Michael said in Freedom 90, no, not Freedom 90. He had a song. Oh, what was that song? There was a George Michael song that was like, everybody's talking about this new decade. Where like you say the magic numbers and just say goodbye to the stupid mistakes you made. Oh, my memory serves me far too well. Oh, I know I'll know the name of that song. What is this podcast, honey? What the fuck? This isn't Joe Rogan. I know I can't. I don't know what happened. No fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast. This is comedian Jen Kirkman. I have two Netflix specials, not to brag. I'm in a dialogue and I feel fine and just keep living. You may know me from those where I am doing jokes that I have worked out across comedy clubs and theaters all across America and the world to bring you a finely honed hour of comedy. This is not that. Oh no, this is a podcast where I talk about what I want to talk about, things that are off the top of my head that have been going on in my life, in my head, and sometimes in the world. And this is where you get the unfiltered me. Not that there's really a filtered me anywhere, but you know what I'm saying. You get the unrehearsed, I just think is a better way of saying it. Unfiltered always sounds like someone's racist. This is where I say what I want. Um, 
anyway, so there you go. It's uh, sometimes funny, sometimes serious, but at least it is always honest and sincere. The no fun Jen, the, the I don't even know anymore. I, I literally, I am, once the microphone goes off, that is when my vacation begins. Because podcasting has become a job for me this year. I started a Patreon instead of touring. Patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. Hey, in the new year, why don't you sign up for Patreon? It's five bucks a month is the cheapest one. And you get a lot for that. You get four video episodes a month. I mean, it's the video version of this, but those episodes can be a little longer because I talk on the video. There's bonus episodes. There's bonus stand-up sets. There's all kinds of fun things. Five bucks a month. It helps me because I'm not touring in 2021 either. So make that your New Year's resolution. Okay, listen, listen to me. What the fuck is... Oh, I'm part of the Misfit Toys Comedy Collective. Uh, Thank you to Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap of the Never Not Funny podcast who started it. The other podcasts on this comedy collective are... The Todd Glass Show, Mike Schmitz, the 50-year-old... The 40-year-old boy. Sorry, I just aged you up, Mike. uh, Doug Loves Movies. Jonah Ray's Let Me Watch Your Movie With You. And of course, my podcast, No Fun. Uh, To get a link to all those shows and to the whole network... uh, It's in the show notes. So what are we going to talk about this week? Well, I have some leftover things. You know, it's going to be like a, we're just going to have leftovers tonight, like a leftover stew. You know, I have some listener emails that are leftover over from other episodes. But I wanted to talk about a few things. And then I think if you guys email me, uh, I've told you this last week, if you email me, get it to me soon, that if you tell me things you thought you would do in 2020 that you couldn't, and maybe things you didn't expect to do, but you did, and things you'd want to do in 2021, or whatever you want to say about last year and this year. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you guys about things I thought I would do in 2020 that I didn't, and things that I never thought I'd do that I did, and things that I did that I'm like, hey, you know what, pat yourself on the back for that. Again, I want to give a shout out to my Patreon subscribers. I'm going to be reading 10 names a week. Thank you, Jack Foster, Drew Gutter, Scott Brown, Allison Dunn, Kathleen Conway, Megan Sedlak, Jane Standish, Andrew Myers, Kate Carey, and Megan Willis. Patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. Okay. So do we have any leftover emails? Yes. Uh, I asked people if they would date someone who time traveled. Um, I didn't record their name, but I have an email here. Jen, as for meeting someone from 1903, there's no way I'd go back to a time of chamber pots and no filtered water or anesthetic. Imagine having your teeth pulled out with no drugs. The list goes on. That is true. So I wouldn't time travel for anybody. I'm looking at myself on the video version of the Patreon and I look so stupid. <laughs> I'm just wearing a bad outfit. Guys, I'm wearing a bad outfit. Um, this is from Mike Jen. Long-term never not funny 
fan happy to finally try your show. Grocery stores in New Jersey routinely have arrows on the floor, suggesting one-way traffic to keep crowding down at the risk of sounding like that guy. I really admire the amount of soul-searching you do. It takes guts. Take care of yourself, Mike. I know everyone's been emailing me after I did an episode weeks ago where I was like, what do you mean there's one way in grocery aisles? But then people wrote me to say it was a pandemic thing. But I am a pampered little princess who has been getting grocery delivery. But I also was doing a thing where I was trying to help local restaurants that were acting as food pantries in that sense of they were selling like eggs and rice and whatever. So I just started doing that. And because I'm too afraid to go into stores for any amount of time, I don't need to justify my deliveries to anyone. Anyway, thanks, Mike. I will argue that it does not take guts to do the soul searching. I mean, it takes guts to do the soul searching that I do off air, but to talk about it, nah. Because I don't let you in and got you. I don't tell you guys the real secrets. It doesn't take guts to have a little bit of boundaries and kind of make it seem like I'm revealing stuff. I'm, I don't mean to put myself down and act like, you know, I'm not a performer that is unique and takes risks. Sure, sure. But, you know, again, oh, a treasure trove of secrets I am. Jen, something that consistently annoys me that probably shouldn't, that's another running theme that we had the last quarter of 2020, Q4, things that annoy you that shouldn't, or that like, you know, they're not that big a deal. You know, not like, I don't like war or landmines or, uh, yeah, okay, well, besides that. Oh, okay, I don't like uh, string or chalk. Okay, that's more in line of what I'm saying. So, Jen, something that consistently annoys me that probably shouldn't is when it's like mid or late afternoon and someone asks, how was your day or what did you do today? I get that I might be coming across as a dick or difficult, but my current roommate asks me these questions multiple times a week. We aren't old folks either. We're in our early 20s and he works a typical schedule of 8 to 3 or 4 while I can work as early as 9 a.m. or as late as midnight. I work in food service, BTW. So sometimes I sleep in decently late and really don't get the ball rolling on my day until noon or one. I'm also one of those people that gets most of their creative and productive energy in the evenings. It just really grinds my gears to always be asked, what did you do today? As if my day is already over. It makes me feel poorly about myself if I don't have anything to show for the day by 3 p.m., I also just don't think asking someone how productive they've been makes for great chit-chat, no matter how well-intentioned. As to not be a hypocrite and irritate someone the same way, I've done a switch to how is your day going. It gets the point across just the same without the subtle undertones of shame. Would love to hear your thoughts or for you to tell me to grow up and seek therapy. I'll laugh either way. Thanks for letting me vent. Fuck the hater, Stephen. Well, Stephen, I love that I have a listener that is a young man in his early 20s. Do you know I am old enough to be your mother? I am old enough to be your mother in like an I meant to have that kid way. That's fucking weird. Anyway, you know, I, I, Stephen, that my biggest thing is people who ask me, how is my day going? And reading your email for the first time in my life, I mean, this is major. This is like, if this is all that happens in 2020, you know, so be it. I just had a major turnaround on the biggest pet peeve of my life where I feel like a hundred episodes of my podcast at least have been me getting mad at, how's your day going so far? Well, you didn't say, how's your day going so far? You said, how is your day going? You know, I get your perspective that when someone says, how was your day, that you feel unaccomplished. We all take our dirt into stupid, simple questions, right? 
As my therapist would say, if it's hysterical, it's historical. Or it's like, is the problem really out there? Is it in between your ears? You know, I hate being asked how my day is going because I don't, I'm just going to say good no matter what. It's just like it's empty chit chat. But what my problem is, so you don't like being asked, how did your day go at 3 p.m.? I would be asked, how's your day going at 6 a.m.? I go, I don't know. It hasn't gone anywhere yet. I have no emotions to check in about. Good. I don't know. What? That's dark out still. So anyway, you gave me a new perspective that, you know, maybe people are asking it for their own reasons that have nothing to do with me. How could anything not have anything to do with me, Stephen? How? How, how, how? Hope you're staying safe in the food service industry. God, I hope you're wearing a shield, a shield and a mask. I think we need to shield and mask it from now on. Okay, everybody? Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So in the spirit of, uh, you know, Mike gave me the compliment about Bearing my soul. I will say it takes guts for me to talk about this dating stuff because I just think it sounds so basic. I get embarrassed. I, I've talked about it on a recent episode. But I'm just doing a thing that's to like open up my energy so that I'm not just going, uh, I'm open to meeting someone and then sitting on my couch. Like I want to show the universe I'm open so that when the world opens back up, like maybe a friend can introduce me to someone or something like that. But like, I don't think I'm going to actually meet someone online. Well, who knows? Maybe I will. I just don't. The whole thing is weird. And I've talked about it 50 times. Okay. But this is a funny thing that happened. So I guess one thing I thought I would do in 2020 was um, have a relationship because I was getting on a roll. I was like meeting people and starting to date people again. And I was like, okay, I can see this is like a vital part of life. And then pandemic. And then it was just like, nope, bye, clink, clunk. So that was something I thought I'd do that didn't get the opportunity, but something I never thought I'd do is willingly engage in a dating app. I did it once uh, years ago for like 36 hours. I think twice I've been on for 24 hours, like once in 2014 and once in like 2017 and hated, hated, hate. I don't, it's not like it's, it's fine. I'm easing into it. I'm not someone that likes checking it very often. So this is what I did. <laughs> so as I said, I don't check it very often. And I wrote, I don't remember what I wrote in, the one I'm on doesn't have a ton of room for like going on and on about yourself, which I like. It's just like, it's like reading tweets, really quick things. So (laughs) I hadn't remembered what I'd written because I started it, I don't know, two months ago or something. And I've only checked it like three times (laughs) in those two months. So I think I'd let like a whole month go by before I checked it. And I completely forgot what I wrote in the like, weird things about me section. So what I had written was something like, oh, if you can tolerate me hitting pause every 10 minutes on a documentary movie so that I can Google like, not a documentary, like a biopic so that I can Google, is this part true? Is that part true? You know, it takes six hours for me to watch a movie. Um, If you can deal with that 
And, you know, I also, I don't like people who say they're bored. I've, I'm never bored. I don't understand the mentality. Like, I think that would like be a deal breaker, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I know how to use this app. I guess I just, I don't know. I think I just like could not motivate myself to get on the thing. And I was like supposed to be doing this thing where it's like five minutes a day. I have my coffee and I check it and I treat it like a job. And I'm just like, I hate this. And so I think I had a couple drinks and I was like, I'll go on now because I feel in a good mood and it's not going to upset me. So I go on and it, the app will recommend a guy, but it doesn't mean that this person saw you or liked you. So the app recommends this guy. And, uh, I see, you know, I go, oh yeah, I can see that. So you can hit like on something they uh, say, like, so it's not just creepy, like you're hitting like on their photo. And so anyway, I just see the pictures. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I think I could see it, you know. And I just look at the, th- I don't, I didn't read what he had said yet. I just looked at the like, doesn't want kids or, you know, no kids, but he didn't say if he did want them or not. And, you know, um, not a drug person. I was like, oh, that's good. Okay. So I, uh, I click out of the, uh, but I, I wasn't overly interested in this person. In other words, I was doing it in a like, yeah, sure. Like, you know. And I, th- I clicked like on something. I don't remember what it was. And then he clicked like on something that, uh, I, like a picture of mine or something. And I just, I don't know. I maybe just, I had a couple drinks and I was confused. And because I hadn't looked at my, I'd, I had started a profile, written stuff about me. And if you said, what did you write on your profile? I'd be like, I don't remember. So I started reading my own profile and I was like, yes, this guy is fucking awesome. Oh my God. He does the same thing I do where he pauses a movie. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like I didn't, I, yeah, I would like, go on a face, like a Zoom date with him over drinks and like, if we get a vaccine, we meet up. Like, I was like, cool, I never meet anyone. Like, I thought that was an email he had written me. I thought it was a direct message. he. I don't know how. I like half was, (laughs) so I write to him. Oh my God, I've never met anyone who can put up with the pausing thing that is so fucking hilarious. I have that same thing. And I'm like, it's just so funny. And I was just telling a friend the other day that I hate when people say they're bored. I was like, oh, I was like, you have sent me like such an outstanding email. Like, I can't even tell you like, you know, so many guys on here are like creeps and whatever. And I hit send. And then I looked and I had written him a direct message about how great what I wrote about myself on my profile was. He didn't write any of that. I was looking at my own profile and falling in love with it and then wrote someone else about how awesome they are, but I was looking at my own page. (laughs) For some reason, I think this is the funniest fucking story in the world. (laughs) It's one of those like, maybe it's funnier if you're like a friend of mine and I'm telling you because the friends I told are like, tell me that again. It's fucking so stupid. Like, They're like, it's, I'm like, it's classic me. It's grandma and narcissism. Like it's both. (laughs) 
What do you get when you cross someone who's both a narcissist and has grandma tendencies? That. That is exactly what... (laughs) I must be losing my mind. Because I'm not laughing because I think that was a properly executed comedy story. It's like literally one of those, you had to be there. (laughs) Uh, He never wrote back. And by the way, if he does, I'm too embarrassed. Like I just, I think I deleted the, the, (laughs) I can't even go back. It's just too embarrassing. Mm. Okay. So that was one thing. Uh, things I thought I would do in 2020 that I didn't. I thought I'd go to Iceland or Greece or Austria or Italy. I was going to go back to Italy maybe and see the places I hadn't seen, which is a lot of it, and maybe go to the Amalfi Coast or maybe go to Greece. Or I've always wanted to go to Iceland. I almost went last year after Oslo, but I didn't. Uh, I wrote a script, a little sitcom script that I thought that, I don't know, I thought it would be better received than it was, but people were just like, nope, we don't want anything about the pandemic. And it's funny because I guess, you know, obviously people are sick of it. Um, I still think there's a great romantic comedy about people who have to start out in masks. I mean, obviously they take their masks off and they distance talk, but I can see it so clearly in my head too. But anyway, but I don't want to get too deep into what it is. I want anyone stealing it. But it's basically like high school people, uh, high school sweethearts are like kind of not quite high school sweethearts, but crushed on each other. Um, Reuniting after one guy's divorce, but there has to be a split decision made about quarantining together. So uh, anyway, but yeah, my reps are just like, and then I like soft pitched it to a couple places and they were like, and I was like, oh, I really like this script. Okay, forget it. I wrote a script about a family. Um. And uh, that is just like, you know, a spec script to be passed around. So people go, oh, here's her writing sample. But I uh, didn't sell that. I didn't really think I would. I didn't uh, sell my audiobook that I pitched, really big pitch, uh, about uh, breakups. That I thought would be helpful for people. Um, I didn't uh, go to New York City six times like I was supposed to. Two were for gigs and one was for my Christmas trip and the other would have just been stopping by on my way through to Boston to see my family. I didn't get to spend uh, my mom's birthday with her or Mother's Day or my sister's birthdays in May. I had a gig at Caroline's in New York, Mother's Day weekend, and then I was going to take a train or fly to Boston after that and go see my family and celebrate what my mom's birthday in April, my sister's birthdays in May and Mother's Day. I thought I was going to go back and visit uh, around the Halloween time, and of course for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So those didn't happen. I was going to have a giant birthday party this year because when I turned 45, I didn't. And and let me tell you why I didn't. I was afraid of catching a virus. Isn't that fucking weird? This is what a fucking weirdo I've always been. So a year ago, August 2019, I turned 45. Oh God, I'm so just really getting older. This is not a convenient time for me to be in a pandemic. I've got like two years left of like a decent body. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't know where I'm getting that from. Am I, I gained weight this year. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so, okay. So I, uh, what's, what am I saying? What am I fucking saying? Oh, I was going to have a big birthday party when I turned 45, but here's the thing. 
Uh, my birthday was on a Friday, and it was like co- coinciding with um, the fucking Labor Day weekend, as it always does. And I wanted to have like some kind of like rooftop at a fancy hotel, not like fancy and not like rooftop, like 90th floor, but like, you know, there's a plenty of like two-story hotels in LA. Like they have like a little roof deck and, you know, past hors d'oeuvres and drinks. And I was going to do it on a weeknight, like five to seven. But everyone I know lives in such totally different areas. And I'm asking people to drive during rush hour. And I was just like, what if nobody comes and it's a bummer? And then I was just like, and the amount of people I'd want to have, like my place isn't big enough to hold. And I was just like, I don't know, maybe I'll do something or I'll do two. And I just couldn't think of anything. And then I was like, 2019 was kind of a rough year financially. I actually had the year in 2019 that everyone else had in 2020 because of the pandemic. I actually worked more during the pandemic and I didn't work at all in 2019 really. And it really fucked my ass up. And so I actually, I would have spent like thousands on this birthday party. And I was like, this is wasteful. And I was like, I'm not, I'm only doing it because it might be a bright spot in this otherwise shit year. 2019 was like kind of a dip, dippy dung. It was fine. It was just a little bit like, ugh. and um, so I didn't do it because I had a big tour going on in the fall and I was going to be not home most of September traveling around to different cities doing gigs, September 2019. Then I was going to Europe for gigs in October. And then I was going to be coming home and having like two weeks off and then doing more gigs in November, December. And I, I was, I'd had a weird cold in the spring of 2019, which was odd for me. And I was like, I'm always paranoid about getting sick before a tour because every time I get sick, it goes to respiratory, it goes to bronchial. We've talked about this. If you guys have been with me for all the years, you've heard me sick on some episodes. You've had me cancel gigs. I lose my voice. I can't breathe. That's a whole thing, blah, blah. And uh, so I was like, I don't want to throw this big party and like get drunk and be out, jump in the pool and then be freezing and... (laughs) you know, this whole thing in my head. And then there's gonna be 40 people there and everyone's breathing on me. And then the next week I have to start a tour and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? My birthday just sucks. It's at the most annoying time of year. I'll just get a tattoo and have wine with my friend, Sarah. So that's what I did. But I was like, but 46, man, that's the year. I'm not going to plan any tour dates for September because I'm going to have a fucking blowout with so many people and uh, this year I could have afforded it, I think. And uh, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do this year was have a blowout with a million people also because of a virus. So there you go. Uh, you know, I have this fantasy in my head that I'm th- a throw a big party birthday person. And I am, but a lot of my good friends don't all know each other and it ends up just being lonely. You're like taking people around, you know, you're like going around, but trying to keep the, it's a lot of work. I think I'm a big birthday party person, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But if maybe I'll throw it in, oh God, who knows? I'm 104 now. So there's that. I thought I was going to get an assistant this year to help me with stuff that stuff that they would need to be in person with me um, with some social media stuff. Some other stuff that didn't happen because I can't have anyone in my home. I thought I'd have a whole pandemic crew. Okay, so then once the pandemic happened, I really thought 
oh, all my friends are going to be responsible like me. And we're going to have like a once a week Zoom hang and have drinks the way that we had a once a week hang and had drinks in real life. And I was like, gonna have a, a Zoom crew. And then this one night I was like, can we all Zoom? And everyone's like, um, yeah, sure. But like no one ever put it together. And then I did and people were like, I'm actually um, in like people were traveling and going to outdoor parties. And I was like, oh, you guys don't need to Zoom because you're seeing each other. Okay, cool. Um, okay, I guess I don't have that dream that I had for quarantine. I have friends that will Zoom, but it's more like one-on-one and whatever. So I don't know. Now, okay, so those are the things I thought I would do. That's not too bad. I mean, the things are like pretty high, high and lofty, you know, like you're not really guaranteed to sell anything in this business. And oh, I, I thought I'd send Christmas cards. I, I sent like, yeah, no, I didn't like make a Christmas card this year. Things I did in 2020 and never thought I'd do. I never thought I'd um, get to do some freelance work on an old job, on an old writing job that I have that I get to do freelance work on. I'm doing some freelance work on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I didn't uh, think I would save any money in 2020. I saved, I saved. Um, I didn't think I'd get back in touch with this old friend that contacted me out of the blue. That was amazing. I didn't think I'd gain 15 pounds and become a weight I haven't seen since I was married. This I'm at the weight where I was at the beginning of the tipping point last time. <coughs> I'm at the weight that's like, do we give up here? Because honestly, to begin to lose 15 feels like losing 100. So maybe we just go for it and we just gain more weight. But I'm not going to do that this time. I never thought I would suddenly have this incredible urge coming from the depth of my soul to write like a personal letter to people about anxiety and teach relaxation classes to fans of mine over Zoom. And all of that led to what's going to be coming in 2021 is I'm going to have an anxiety podcast with a real uh, podcast network called um, Anxiety Bites. And it's a weekly podcast where I will talk to experts about anxiety and we will talk about things. I'll ask questions. I'll educate myself. Hopefully it'll help some people. I'll do sort of a monologue up front about whatever the topic is that week and let you know how I've experienced it in my life. And I'm like, yeah, so that's going to be like this, that podcast and this one will be my jobs next year. And uh, there you go. So join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman, because there will be no touring next year. Um, so that was actually incredible. That, that was the most organic. It just happened organically. Uh, I worked on this Netflix, uh, dramedy for 10 weeks total, uh, end in 2019, beginning in 2020. And I thought I sucked at the job and I honestly thought they were going to fire me. But they kept me on for a few extra weeks and assigned me to co-write a script with someone. So when that show comes out, uh, my name will be on one episode uh, or co co-writer of one episode, but um, you know, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. So I did that in 2020 and I still managed to work on the kids in the hall reboot um, for three weeks. Uh, this was all distanced zoom, zoom and shit. The other writing job we were in an office the beginning of the year. Um, not one of my sketches will be in the 
Kids in the Hall show. I'm pretty sure I don't think anything I wrote got in, which is totally fine. It was just happy to be there. But I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I think I'm terrible at this. We'll see. Um, things I did do. Um, I also finished the first draft of this like made for TV movie thing that I had to write. Um, I don't think it's going to go anywhere, which is totally fine with me because I don't really want to keep working on it. Um, I had a lot of therapy breakthroughs. Um, I got some new furniture, which was really nice and healing and just kind of like cleaned out a lot of old energy in this place. Um, I got rid of a lot of stuff. I strengthened a lot of friendships that were just, you know, just, um, friends I didn't see that often, but they turned out, those people turned out to be people who love to talk on the phone and zoom. So I strengthened a lot of friendships. Um, I started, doing yoga again that was just last week I don't but I just had the urge to move my body in that fashion um I didn't have any back issues this year probably because I wasn't driving so much and I grew up my bangs I mean come on people that's a pretty good year but the only good story I have is writing someone a note on a dating website because I read my own profile and thought that I was writing to them I mean I don't know how we top that I I don't know why I find that so funny so those are things I did in 2020 and never thought I would do things I did do and things I didn't get to do. I'm not even making last year was the first year and I blame myself. They say that this originated in China when a guy ate a bat. I don't think so. I think this is my bad juju because I never do New Year's resolutions. I think they're stupid. Uh, I don't feel that my life begins on January 1st of any given year. It's a winter year, even here in L.A., you know, it's colder, it's darker, people are just working and it's right after the holidays and who, you know, in my business, you know, uh, you always feel bad if you're not like camera ready that second, if, you know, if I have an audition or something or I got to be on camera for the podcast or whatever it is, I just, or, you know, going on tour, being on stage, I'm just always like, oh, January, like, Give me another month to just like slowly climb back into real life. And January 3rd, everyone's energy is like doing it up this year, sending a million emails, going to the gym. And I hate it. I hate the, I can like feel the energy when I wake up on, I always hate when New Year's Eve is like a Saturday night and it's like, oh, that means Monday back to work, everybody. And it's just, I, I swear to God, my eyes open on Monday the 3rd and I'm like, everyone's collective energy is overwhelming because it's frenetic and everyone thinks they have to start in on their new lives. And it's just, it's it's never going to work because it's too much of a bounce. It's too much of a shift from what you were doing last week, which is sitting on the couch, eating cookies out of the package. You bought the package of cookies and you went, this will last two weeks and because what I'm going to do, no, no, listen to me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the Trader Joe's Peppermint Joe's in the cabinet. And when I ha- when I really want one, I will just go to the cabinet and grab one and take it back to the couch. But you didn't. You grabbed the whole, you, you took one and you ate it at the couch. And you're like, that was great. See, I don't need another. I fucking want another. And then you went. And you got another one and you brought it back to the couch. And you're like, okay, two is fine. Two is normal. Two is normal. I'll get sick of this pretty soon. And then you're like, oh, I don't want more. And then you go bring the whole package back to the couch. And you're like, fuck it. It's December 26th. Fuck it. And you eat the whole thing. And you think five days later, you're going to be at CrossFit and drinking a smoothie and returning your emails and taking your dry cleaning somewhere and starting a new project. Get out of here. And if you are acting that way, you're acting mental about it. All hopped up, hyped up. I can't deal. You know, my birthday, as I mentioned, August 28th. I feel like I keep saying that as though I'm like, some, 
please send your gifts. Um, I said gifts with an T-S, not gifts. Technically, it's Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So I always feel like my birthday is the time to like rebirth and it's fall and it feels like back to school, you know, that kind of thing. But man, but anyway, so last year I said, well, you know what? I think I am going to, you know, 2019 was so shitty. I felt like 2019 was shitty. Looking back, it was fine. It was just a little stressful. I was like, I don't know what my job is. 2020, I'm like, you know what? I got to get my life back together. I am making a list of my goals for the year. And I'm not going to put goals that I would be okay with if they happen. I'm really going to dream big. Made all these goals, all this shit. And then there was a pandemic. Pandemic was already on the way. I should have known, right? I should have known it was going to come here and it wasn't going to work out. But nope, I had to make that resolution list. The first time I'd done it. Probably ever. Or since I was a kid or something. And then there's a pandemic and no one can go anywhere. You know I did that. You know somehow. That's my bad energy. And I apologize. I'm not going to do it anymore. This year, I'm like, okay, whatever happens. That's what this year is. I know what my two jobs are that I have to do. I'm going to do them. And whatever happens this year, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I feel like doing when I feel like doing it. And I hope everyone feels the same. I don't want to wake up. Monday, January 3rd, or wherever the date is going to be, feeling everyone's weird-ass energy. Just, have we learned nothing from the pandemic? That those of us who are able to don't need to make so much busy work for ourselves. Slow down, relax, calm down, buy a plant. Anyway. Cut to me on January 3rd. I have a new lease on life. You never know. It. No, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, guys. Oh, geez. I know this is crazy to say this. But I have run out of steam. I really have. It's a holiday week. You know, most podcasts, this is how I start justifying. Most podcasts don't even do new episodes during the holidays. I gave you 35 good minutes. I gave you the best 35. I gave you 35 minutes of my life. I've given you all year. I think this is going to be a short episode because I have run out of things to say. And I think it's almost perfectly poetic. Like you just watched the train pull into the station and thank God the station was there because the train done run out of steam. Or electricity. What do trains run on? I don't even know anymore. I'm a steam engine train in an electric world. That's how I feel right now. I'm just... That's a bus opening. (laughs) I'm a train with the door of a bus. Oh, no wonder no one gets on this train. Anyway, so I think I'm going to end the episode here because I don't have anything else to talk about. I've got an article I could read. I've got a this, I've got a that. But, you know, (laughs) I just... I remember one time I had this temp job in New York City and I fucking hated it. And I was on the subway and I got off at my stop. It was some asinine subway stop that's a living hell, like 42nd Street. And I get off the platform and everyone's bustling and hustling and 
pushing me and I was going to have to walk up the steps with all these people coming down the steps, going against traffic. Oh, another day at this job. And I just went, no. And I walked uh, across. I walked up the stairs and around and over. Sat on the other side of the platform, <laughs> waited for a train, went back home. I was <laughs> just like, not happening today. Not happening today. And, uh, you know, called the temp agency and, I don't know, made some excuse. Could some, put me somewhere else tomorrow. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm running out of steam on this subway that's also a train that has the door of a bus. And I'm going, I, I put my hours in for the week. I can't do it. I can't do no more. <laughs> so anyway, oh, thank you all for being here. Especially thank you to the Patreon subscribers. I'm not kidding. You are paying my bills. Patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. If you want to support someone that you think is one of the good people out there, that is me. I really highly encourage you to do it. And uh, I'm going to say it until next year. Have fun. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home... Yes, cool. ...or attending one live... You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.